Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Informed Catholic Podcast. This is going to be episode 73. My name is Ned Jabbar. So I'm going to do the liturgical readings for uh, Wednesday, um, the third week of Easter. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Entrance Antiphon. Let my mouth be filled with your praise that I may sing out loud. My lips shall shout for joy when I sing to you. Alleluia. This is from Psalm 71. Okay, and let's begin the uh, act of penance. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri Elision, Christe Elision, Kiri Elision. The Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Be present to your family, O Lord, we pray and graciously ensure those you have endowed with the grace of faith an eternal share in the resurrection of your only begotten Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The first reading is going to be from the Acts of the, the, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8, verse 1 to 8. They went about preaching the word. A reading from the Holy Acts of the Apostles. There broke out a severe persecution of the church in Jerusalem, and all were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made a loud lament over him. Saul, meanwhile, was trying to destroy the church, entering the house, entering house after house, and dragging out men and women, he handed them over for imprisonment. Now those who had been scattered went about preaching the word. Thus Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. With one accord, the crowds paid attention to what was said by Philip. When they heard, when they heard it and saw the, the signs he was doing, for unclean spirits crying out in loud voices came out of many possessed people, 
and many paralyzed and crippled people were cured. There was a great joy in that city. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. The response to the Psalm, Psalm 66. And I'll combine the response with the Alleluia. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia. Let all on earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God. His tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. <clears throat> Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia. He has changed the sea into dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore let us rejoice in him. He rules by his mighty, uh, by his might forever. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Alleluia. Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, Alleluia. Everyone who believes in the Son has eternal life. And I shall raise him on the last day, says the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia. This is the will of my Father, that all who see the Son may, may have eternal life. Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I shall not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, folks, we are in the uh, third week of Easter. It's Wednesday. And um, we still can't enter the, enter the churches. The readings show you... Um, in the Acts of the Apostles, the church starting to spread because of persecution. And technically, that's always been the uh, the one thing that has spread the faith. Um, what's happening now, Vigano thinks this is a chastisement. Pope Francis says it's Mother Nature having um, a temper tantrum. Um, Archbishop... Athanasius Schneider says it's a chastisement. You know, he points out that it's coming from God from above. Francis calls it a punishment, an attack by Mother Nature. So his concept is earthly. Um, and that in itself is a problem. The bishops in Italy 
want the churches reopened. Francis responds back and says that we should submit and be obedient to the secular authority. He's, um, he's a man of definitely the conciliar church, the modern church. It's obvious. I mean, many of these men are. Some of them are against this lockdown, are not happy with this lockdown. Here in the United States, there are a few that don't like it. But majority of them are all on board with it. It's very frustrating and very sad. And one of the important things that Vigano, um, Vigano and Archbishop Snyder said is that this could be a turning point in the world and in Catholicism. For the church, this could be the moment where now the church and the secular authorities are going to crash, you know, clash with each other because it is necessary to have faith, to have to practice your faith. If you permit supermarkets to be open, if which are non essential, but essential in a sense, essential to the needs of people. If you permit um, abortion clinics to be open, right? So therefore you that breaks all the rules of social distancing. This idea of having the churches closed and saying that the churches are not essential is basically an attack, a prejudice against the faith, according to uh, you know, Bishop Athanasius Snyder. But for the Pope to say that the churches have to remain closed, he's basically undermining his own himself because he is deeming that he himself is not essential. And he is also deeming the needs of the faithful, the spiritual needs of the faithful, non-essential. Stopping priests from going to hospitals and giving people, this, um, giving them last rites and providing the sacraments to, to them that, it's, that is deeply needed. He is saying that the need of Christianity, the need of faith, he is literally calling Christ non-essential. And that itself cannot be. So it's a serious problem we have here. What happened to the church of accompaniment? That's what they like to call themselves. That's what they said. This is the church of accompaniment. We will accompany you on the faith. And this now is not an accompaniment. You shut the doors and you told your faithful, the faithful of Christ, this is non-essential. Jesus is non-essential. The church is non-essential. The sacraments are non-essential. The last rites, the needs for you to, 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 to attend heaven are non-essential. The Eucharist is non-essential. Baptism of your baby is non-essential. Marriage is non-essential. There you go. This is what you've done. So what happens to the faithful? What happens to the needs of the people? Christ came and laid down his life for us. 
You can't call him non-essential. Let's pray. Pray for the Holy Father and pray that the churches will open again soon. So we'll end it with an Our Father. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless, folks, and uh, we'll get back soon. Stay safe.